Francisco. Hello, how are you? It's it's such a delight to join you from the library today. We're live in the library. Shh. 
library today because we're talking with lots of people, librarians, we're talking with the French consulate in San Francisco, we're going to read a book. I think there might even be a pastry chef coming. That's right, we're talking to a pastry chef too. <laughs> we are so excited to be here. We'll be here all morning, now till 9.30. Usually we say stop by and come hang out with us. Library's closed. But they let us in anyways. <laughs> Oh, goodness. Well, good morning, everyone. Yeah, thanks for starting your Thursday with us. If we take an extra long song break, it's just because we found a good book. <laughs> they should put us in some, a section with more pictures in the books. <laughs> we actually are in a really great spot. They put us in the periodical room, which... I'm looking out right now at the dome of City Hall, and it just looks magnificent. We are in a really beautiful room. You're right in the yeah. San Francisco Public Library, gazing out towards the Westover City Hall. There's a giant floor-to-ceiling window opens up in front of us. There's gray clouds bake against a bas uh, basket against the background. <laughs> Some birds flying in the foreground, and San Franciscans everywhere waking up slowly. Also, wake up even slower today, because although... It's supposed to rain later. The ground is wet now. So don't don't leave the covers. You're pretty wet right now. I'm pretty wet. I'm pretty wet. <laughs> uh, rain in the Richmond? Oh, you know, oh, well with that, let's jump into the weather. <laughs> they said San Francisco that it wasn't gonna rain until mid-morning. I'm here to report live from the Richmond. Channel 4 presents Robin Incorrect. Williams. Incorrect. Wow, what was that? Nothing. <laughs> Pay no attention. Just queuing something up. It was raining in the Richmond uh, earlier today, but it looks like outside of City Hall right now, the rain has stopped. Mm -hmm. All right, San Franciscans. Uh, if you are stepping outside right now, it is currently 53 degrees. Looking at a high today of 57. You're going to get some rain, specifically around the early afternoon. It's going to start around 2 p.m., and then you get a nice break around 7, and then it'll pick up again, and it's not going to stop really until Monday. I can get down with that. Oh, yeah, get cozy. Get cozy. Find those cozy socks. Go pick up the things that you need for breakfast this weekend today, and then don't leave the house. It's true. Today is a stockpiling day. <laughs> <laughs> the sunrise was at 6.43 a.m. today. 6.43, okay. Yeah, and the sunset, the magic hour, do you want to guess? the sunset is probably, so it's after 6. I'm going to guess the sunset today. I'm just going to guess 6.02. Oh, so close. 6.03. Ooh, okay, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Give Earth a little bit of credit. 6.03 sunset. That sounds pretty good. I can get down with that. We've also got a, a low tide coming up at uh, at 8.16 a.m., one, one foot, one inch. Today's high tide is at 2.37. How high do you think the tide's going to get? I'm only going to tell you because I'm looking at it too. Four feet. That's correct. <laughs> uh, a very slack tide today if you want to go catch some meaty clackers. Yeah, absolutely. Go get some Dungeons from the ocean. And the moon, what do you think the moon's doing right now? Oh, just looking beautiful. Looking beautiful is correct. Great, well, this is rollover. <laughs> 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 
79% waning gibbous. But also looking beautiful, that's correct. <laughs> Well, we got a fantastic show, like we said. My name is Sequoia. And I'm the early bird. And together we're taking you from under the covers till after coffee, the best way we know, educating you a bit about San Francisco, helping you fall a little bit more in love with the city, and telling you to lower your voice because we're in the library this morning. <laughs> There's nobody else on this floor for what it's worth. This place is packed. Let us know where you're waking up this morning, San Francisco. You can tweet in at us. We are at RolloverEasy on Twitter. We have an incredible Instagram account. It's great. Shout out to Molly. And that's Shout out to Danielle Steele for running our Instagram account. Shout out to Danielle Steele. That's right. Thank you, Danielle Steele, for running the Instagram account. We are at RolloverEasy on Instagram. And uh, you can also text into the show or call us. It will just ring my phone. 415-578-0555 is the RolloverEasy phone number. Again, 415-578-0555 is the number to text, call, or send cute cat pictures to. But I want to see that cat drinking coffee. <laughs> okay, what's the... Uh the library jam you've got for the folks so this is i've got you want to hear a jam or do you want to hear five and a half minutes of robin william promos about the public library what do you think i want to hear five minutes of robin william promos about the san francisco public library from 1996 let's do it all right so this was when this branch this branch right here was opening up and promoting family day at the new library how exciting is that? So let's hear what Robin Williams in 1996 had to say. It's a series of promos. It's about four or five promos in a row. And it's just Robin being weird. <laughs> you ready for this? I'm ready. All right, San Francisco. We're going to pour some coffee. Get yours ready, too. BRB. Channel 4 presents Robin Williams for Family Day at the new San Francisco Main Public Library. Hello, I'm Robin Williams. You know, I was trained at Juilliard. I was a classically trained actor. Shakespeare, to be, or what? You know what that's from, man? That's from like a book, man. Serious, really amazing books. And you know where there's a lot of great, great books? The main source? That's at the main library. Wow, coincidence? You'd be the judge. You know in the dictionary under redundant? It says see redundant. But you can find that out at the main library. They're having a grand opening, man. Wow, grand, like Sunday, 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 April 21st, be there. There'll be entertainment from around the world, authors, storytellers, special tours of the library, singing, dancing, theater, and free tasty treats for all the kids. Come on down, I'm not lying. Volumes! <laughs> Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Yo, 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 it's my main library. I'm Robin Williams. I'd like to ask you to pack up your family and come explore San Francisco's new main library. That's right, my main library. I'll be there Sunday, April 21st. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Hello, my friends. I'm Robin Williams, and I did a movie called Jumanji. That's right. It was also a book. Ha-ha! <laughs> it was a book before it's a film. And if you want to find out where there's other fabulous books, come on down to the main library, my main man. And Sunday, April 21st, we're having Family Day. And you know what? It's free! Ha-ha-ha! <laughs> ah, absolutely free! You don't have to pay doodahs! Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. 
Come on down. Have a tour of the library. They'll be singing, dancing. Feed your face. Feed your mind. It's free. Free. As free as the wind blows. Hello. You're watching TV right now, but I'd like to ask you to do something different. Book. Friend. Many books. Family. Come on down and explore San Francisco's new main library. Grand opening celebration on Sunday, April 21st. Be there. How do we do it? Volumes. Many books. Wow. Check it out. Many books. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Yo, 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 it's my main library. Yo, 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 it's time to pump up the volumes. Books, books, down at the main library. I'm talking you and me and family. Sunday, April 21st, be with me and family. Treats for the family, treats for the friends. Come on down and see book and Sunday, April 21st, singing and dancing and prancing and theater, not theater, Theatra, tasty treats for all the kids. Come on there and see some videos too. Didn't rhyme, but hey, what do you want? It's free. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Keep turning, turn those pages, turn those pages. One, two, turn those pages, turn those pages, turn those pages. Pump the neurons, pump the neurons. Grab a volume, open up and grab a volume, open up and a book, a book, a book, a book. My mind is hurting now. Pump those volumes, pump them. Robin Williams for Family Day at the new San Francisco Maine Public Library. When I was a kid, one of the first things my mom taught me was how to share, which was really kind of strange because I was an only child. Well, our friends at the San Francisco Public Library must know my mom because they like sharing, too. They want you to come share the city's brand new, beautiful public library on Family Day. I'll be there. Join me for this magical celebration. Maybe mom will come, too. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Do you know what the biggest gland in your body is? No, wrong. Your brain, the three and a half pound gland up here. That's right. I'd like to ask you to come down and pump some neurons. How do you do it? Books. That's right, dude. Books. Come on down to the main source at the main library. That's right. April 21st, Sunday. Be there. Family Day celebration. Be there. Authors, storytellers, entertainment from around the world. I'll be waiting for you. I want to see you there. Be there. Read a book. Expand your mind. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. You know, I did a movie called Jumanji, but guess what? It was a book before it was a movie. And you know, a lot of great films are actually made from books. And if you want to see the main source, come on down to the main library. And you know what? On Sunday, April 21st, we're having a celebration. It's Family Day at the main library. Entertainment from around the world. Authors, storytellers, special tours of the library. Dancing, theater, and singing. They'll be singing about encyclopedia. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. When I was a kid, one of the first things my mom taught me was how to share. Well, our friends at the San Francisco Public Library must know my mom because they like sharing too. They want you to come share the city's brand new, beautiful public library on Family Day. Be there for this magical celebration. I'll be there, you come too. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Oh, goodness. Robin Williams. What a jam. <laughs> what a jam. Should we pour some coffee?
I would love some coffee. Okay, bring your mug over here. Coffee, coffee, coffee only at Sunday down at the main library. Bring your friends. Are we allowed to drink coffee in the library? I won't tell if you won't. Okay, that's fine. I won't tell anyone either. Oh my goodness. I had to bring two things for coffee today because I think we're going to have so many people on. I think you're right. You said we're uh, chatting with a pastry chef as well. I I hope so. I've got my fingers crossed that a French pastry chef will walk in. <laughs> Shh! That was my dad texting me about his cat. <laughs> Good morning, Dad. And hello, Jack the cat. My dad sends in a picture of the cat listening intently to the radio with a rollover easy mug in front of it. Excellent. Oh, goodness. Should we take a sip of coffee? Let's do it. All right, San Francisco, count of three. Get your mugs ready. All right, Jack, get your mug ready, too. <laughs> ready? One, two, and... Ah, oh, yeah. Delicious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, San Francisco, what a beautiful Thursday morning as we're here in the library. The rain is coming down over the eastern, western sides of the city. And City Hall is basking in the foggy glory that it is as the early bird <laughs> makes some book sounds. Just trying to get some good radio here. Those good book sounds. Yeah, yeah. We're pivoting to an ASMR radio program. This week on From the Library. talk about all the great things that you can get at the library a little bit later but books dvds you can get music here i think you can even rent digital media oh my gosh i think you can get passes to different cultural institutions too i think you can rent a pass to go camping here at the library too there's like very little you could tell me that i wouldn't believe you could rent here <laughs> And guess what, San Francisco? This is your library. You pay for it. Come on down. And it's the best one in the nation. It really, really is. Absolutely. Here's the thing. You can't complain about your tax dollars being wasted if you're wasting the library by not going. Yeah, yeah. you got to show up. Show up for the library. Because the library shows up for you. It really does. It really does. Yeah. Who do you think the first person was to say good morning to us? Jeff Potsinger. First person to say hello to us this morning. Hello! Who goes out to Thomas Rogers? Hello! Thomas Rogers, good morning. Thomas says, good morning from the 22nd Street Caltrain. We'll be at the main library on Saturday for the family-friendly afternoon of ideas. What? Yeah, you didn't know? I did not. The afternoon of ideas happens from 4 to 6, and it's a family-friendly version of the night of ideas. Instead of a gin and tonic, you can get an apple juice in a box. <laughs> the programming's a little different, too. What do you think the crossover programming is that works for both? Um, it's, I bet you the crossover programming. I, I think I went to one of these a couple years ago. Oh, really? It were the, these comic book artists that oh. made a comic book called something like uh, The First Cat to Eat Pizza in Space. Oh, it was wow. kind of a kid's book, but they used a lot of cuss words during their presentation. <laughs> it was great, though. It was really good. That's a really good one. Uh, drag queens reading stories, too. 
That's a great overlap. Yeah. Yeah. yeah shout out to the Drag Queens Reading Stories program here at the library. Oh, my gosh. The first time uh, we brought our daughter to the Night of Ideas, before I realized there was an afternoon of ideas, because mm-hmm. I just learned that a second ago. <laughs> Uh, my daughter was enthralled by the Sister to Perpetual Indulgence. Yeah. Because they're like hanging out on the stairs. Yes. Yeah. Big eyes, all that. And I mean, I feel the same way about the sisters. Yeah. I think our friend Katie got a great picture of Alma in that moment. Oh, yeah. Actually. <laughs> very, very fun. So good morning to Thomas. Thomas doing the night of ideas, the afternoon of ideas. Absolutely love it. Saul Drew. Hello. <laughs> Oops. Sorry. Hello. Hello. So, and just why not? It never comes down on Willie Brown. Saul Drew, how are you? Good morning, Saul Drew. Sends in some Panatone mugs. These mugs kind of look like the sky. A little bit browner, but kind of a darker color. Maybe a dark, dark green. Oh, yeah. Panatone 175104 and Panatone Cool Gray number nine. I feel like at this point, Soldier's probably discovered a new color. <laughs> Does the library have any colors? It's got a beautiful multicolored logo. Yeah, this like wood paneled room we're in is it's very nice. Yeah, the room to describe the room that we're in here in the library, we're up on the fifth floor, and we're facing out. We're on the western side of the building, looking out a western window, and the room that we're in is a giant circle with books surrounding us and a crisp, clean, wooden uh, wall that sort of encapsulates all of those books. The ground below us is a, uh, a very tough library, rough and ready carpet shag, or carpet that's uh, no shag. Uh, but I'd like a shag carpet. It'd be very comfortable. Is there a room in the library where you can lay down and read a book? I think that's every room in the library. You're probably right. Uh, and in front of us, a bunch of shelves that are soon to receive books, it looks like. Yeah. They're prepped and primed and ready to go. You know, our main library doesn't get enough credit for having so many reading nooks. There's a couple reading nooks in this room. I, I see one over there. Uh, you could sit over there. Look at those ones over there. Look at those nooks. Those are great nooks. I don't know about you, but I'm a big fan of nooks and crannies. Oh, yeah. And those are some good nooks. Yeah. I just got to find the crannies. <laughs> Also hanging out with us this morning. Good morning to Jeff. Hello! Jeff Potzinger says, good morning. We're all over easy with some nice superset text. Hello, Jeff. How are you? Looking great. I really like that. And Claire. Hello, Claire. Hello! Claire says, a very quiet good morning to roll over easy. And also, happy leap day. Oh, yeah, it is leap day. It is. Today is the 29th of February. This happens once every four years. Uh, what should we do on leap day? I think we should celebrate my wife's half birthday. <gasps> Happy half birthday. To I think you should find somebody whose birthday it is on February 29th and wish them well. I would love to wish them well and give them one of those juice boxes because they're not actually as old <laughs> as they think they are. Afternoon of ideas for that person. <laughs> If your birthday is today, boy, do we have an event for you at 4 p.m. at the library on Saturday. <laughs> oh, goodness. Uh, a good morning also goes out to my family. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Alma. Alma. Eat your breakfast. Alma, eat your breakfast. Be good to your baby brother. 
I'm gonna be good to Julian. Julian, keep crawling. <laughs> keep growing. Every time I see Julian, Julian is bigger than the previous time. That's that's what happens. That's it's kind of wild. Insane. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, good. Well, good morning. And good morning to your babe. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Jamie. Good morning, Jamie. Hello, hello. Claire tweets in a, a uh, Robin with a couple of hearts on either side of it. Wasn't that Robin Williams promo fantastic? Oh my gosh. I'd like to think the riot library just texted, well, 1996, called him on a rotary telephone, I guess. We're like, just come on down. Because those felt like very ad-libbed and freestyled promotions in the best of sorts, in the best of Robin Williams' ways. We were so spoiled to be Robin Williams' hometown where we got just little gems of him like this. Totally. Just because. Probably rode his bike down to the library, too. Oh, I bet he did. Big cyclist. I bet he did. I was telling you off air that in um, Hamburger Haven, in the inner Richmond, <laughs> there's a great picture of Robin Williams in a t-shirt with a mustache the size of a book. <laughs> <laughs> he was a very hairy man. Just enjoying some pancakes at his local diner. Is that what they serve at Hamburger Haven? Pancakes? Oh, yeah. There's a great pancakes there. Nice. Yeah. Is it also a bar? No, no, no. And what am I... Oh, Hockey Haven is what I'm confusing. Hockey Haven. Hockey... I mean, there's a little overlap in the Havens, right? Yeah, yeah. Hockey Haven serves food. Mm -hmm. There's a steak dinner there on Mondays. You can get a steak at Hamburger Haven. And Hamburger Haven now has alcoholic beverages. You can get a beer there. The Venn diagram overlaps more every day. What other havens do we have? Ocean Beach is a haven of sorts. It's true. It's true. <laughs> hey, good morning goes out to Catherine. Hello. Hello. She says, whispers, hello. <laughs> I love libraries. I also love gardens. Some of the turtles were sunning themselves yesterday at the botanical garden, and I saw some magnolias too. Oh, wow. How beautiful. It is magnolia season right now. I was on a walk with my wife yesterday, I think, and we passed the most stunning magnolia tree. Took a big, beautiful photo of it, zoomed in, doesn't do it justice. Doesn't do it justice. They're incredible. Oh. Catherine's doing the right thing, getting out there to the botanical garden, looking for some turtles, some magnolias. It is a beautiful time as we just got a couple of warm days last week and everything started to grow. Yeah, yeah. Um, cherry blossoms, too, have yeah. started to, to bloom. But you're right, magnolias. I saw an absolutely stunning one as well. There are no words other than stunning to describe the current state of the various magnolias. It's so very true. So very true. Uh, we should get the tree expert back on to tell us where all the city's magnolias are right now. That's a great call. I would love to chat with him a little bit more about all the different trees around San Francisco. Oh, goodness. <clears throat> well, if you're hanging out with us this morning, thank you. I appreciate you spending your Thursday morning. The goal of the program is to educate you a bit about San Francisco and help you fall a little bit more in love with it as well. And if you come to the library, it's easy to fall in love. Um, can I give a hello to Lisa Amond? Hello! I'm going to show you this picture before I read it because this Piaget piece is just like too many great colors. Incredible. Okay. Absolutely incredible. <clears throat> Been quiet all week here in NYC. In mourning for our dear owl. <gasps> On the bright side. Where you roll over easy reside, 
We do love libraries, learning, reading, and writing. And a photo by Biatch, a painting by Biatch. It's a beautiful painting. It's of a dog on a chair with some people parachuting around the dog. And then some books on a bookshelf. Got a mocha pot up top on the bookshelf as well. Looking out the window towards the cityscape. It's absolutely gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, I have some bad news to share with you. Flacco, the owl that captured New York City's imagination and hearts, died. Oh it ran God. into a building <gasps> and tragically passed away this last week. Oh so our hearts and our thoughts are with Flacco. I can imagine Flacco is to New York City as perhaps maybe a Carl the Fog is to San Francisco. Yeah. Uh, our loss and our hearts go out to those in the, whatever the New York City version, uh, order bagel over easy or whatever is in <laughs> New York, as uh, they're probably mourning. Yeah. Oh, bagel man. over easy? I just, this is a surprise. I didn't know this happened. Yeah. You know, we like to tease Los Angeles. They can't even decide if they want a gondola or not. You'd think that would pass with 100%. Yeah. <laughs> but New York and Flacco, our hearts go out to you. Ah, that sips for you, Flacco. Oh, goodness. Uh, also, I think I just saw hanging out with us this morning is Stephanie. Good Hello. morning. Hello to Stephanie, Milo, and Ross. Stephanie says, Happy Leap Day, Rollover Easy. Are you guys going to whisper the entire show today? I, I don't want to get shushed myself. <laughs> <laughs> it's incense and a great photo. It's Leap Day. Real life is for March. How are we going to celebrate Leap Day today? This is what I'm asking. I don't know. Are there traditional Leap Day celebrations? I only know them from the show 30 Rock. Oh, I think this is a screenshot from 30 Rock that she sent in. What are some of the Leap Day celebrations on 30 Rock? I just know that there's Leap Day Williams. Oh, And yeah. I think you're supposed to do all the things you can't do on the other days. Is that what it is? I don't really remember. Maybe I'm just making it up and hope. Am I going to go to Farolito and order a veggie burrito today? Oh, <gasps> wow. Is that wild? I kind of is. I don't know. Maybe uh, what's a good Leap Day activity? Do I go to plow and get something other than the plow? That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Wow. Are you going to drink a decaf? You didn't trick us with decaf coffee today, did you? Oh, what a great thing that would have been. I've <laughs> <laughs> been very, very sleepy. Oh, gosh, that would have been a good one. <sighs> yeah, please, uh, do tweet in. Let us know what we should be doing for leap days. Absolutely. Also, hello goes out to Maureen. Maureen says, thanks for the tribute to Flacco. I followed him. He did give joy to so many during his year of liberty. <laughs> Flacco, just love you. We really do. Uh, do you think we could ever have an owl that could capture hearts like Flacco? I, I think that Flacco was a unique owl in a place and time, but I really, really love the idea of an urban city wrapping its arms collectively around an animal in the wild. Yeah. Shh. Sorry, I, I scooched my chair loudly. Uh, I think that perhaps for us that we have, like, the sea lions. Yeah. Now imagine, if you will, one of those sea lions, it leaves. Yeah. It leaves Pier 39. 
and it goes to Ghirardelli Square, and it sits down at the bar, and it orders an Emperor Norton, and they serve it one, or an Irish coffee, right? I feel like that would be the level that we would need in order to love an animal like Flacco was loved in New York. That's that's fair. That's fair. Or like maybe maybe the sea lion rides like the 30, jumps oh, on the bus. If a sea lion got on the bus, it's game over. We'd break the internet. I'm talking about maybe like a, maybe like a coyote taking Bart downtown, but with oh. a small briefcase <laughs> that has a picture of a small rodent on it. <laughs> like it's going to work. <laughs> So I say coyote on Bart, yeah. sea lion on a cable car. Yeah. What well, could be some other good animal crossovers? A seagull playing the piano at Golden Gate Park. <laughs> <laughs> That's a really good one too. Yeah. How about the wild parrots of te- par- the wild parrots of Telegraph Hill, but they're serving you churros in the mission. Oh, that'd be so good. On a street corner. I think you said the wild paragraphs and the wild paragraphs of the North Beach Branch Library is a book I would absolutely read. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Good morning to the mayor of Oakland. Hello! Mike Davey. Mike says, why is roll over easy so quiet? <laughs> Mike, we're in the library. Shh. I was just tuning in. We're in the downtown San Francisco Public Library overlooking City Hall as we're chatting with about the Night of Ideas. A little later, we're chatting with San Francisco's attorney, uh, no, general consulate of France. We're chatting with a pastry chef. We're talking with a librarian, and we're going to be interviewing some of the rats that live around Civic Center Plaza as we're going to teach one how to read a book. Uh, you know, you mentioned the sea lions, and I, ironically enough, was at Pier 39 last night <gasps> to look at the sea lions. What were you doing at Pier... Well, I know exactly what you were doing at Pier 39. You were looking at the sea lions. <laughs> How are the sea lions? <laughs> How are they doing? Well, let me tell you. Uh, late afternoon in February is not the time to go. No? There was like maybe 30 of them there, but every last one of them was sleeping. Snoozing? The reason we went down there was such a nice day, and we were there for, there was a a charming, charming, charming public meeting at the Aquarium of the Bay. Nice. I got to learn about sea level rise while my daughter touched a starfish. That sounds really, really good. And the weather was just so nice, so we said, let's go down there and see the sea lions. I love it. But I think they're still in Mexico, because they go to Mexico to mate, as many people do. And then they're going to come back here for the summer. Drink some pina coladas. Yeah. Make some little sea lion babies. What they should have been doing, and what I did a couple of weeks ago, at a belated happy birthday to Jared Chabelle, is I went to the Buena Vista, which I think we've all been there before. Right? Yeah, it's great. But have you ever bookended going to Scomas and getting Chipino by going to the Buena Vista before and after? That's wild. I did it, and it was great. I can't recommend it enough. Did you do an Irish coffee both times? I did. <laughs> Irish coffee to start, Irish coffee to end. <laughs> um, but the reason I tell you this is because Scomas has a fireplace Ooh. added to the fireplace bars. Let's nice. Yeah. Scomas. And it has a fireplace on the bayfront side, so you can sit by the fire while looking out at the bay. I love it. Yeah, it was really great. That's a good rainy day activity. It was raining. 
That sounds great. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. So get on down to Skomas this weekend if you must leave. Another great rainy day activity is becoming a bestie by donating to BFF.FM every month. Oh, that's a good one. $10 a month. It's a great thing to do, especially when it's raining out. Become a bestie. Support the arts in San Francisco. You get exclusive swag. You get to go to the great shows. And you're helping out. You're part of the narrative around reversing what's happening around the arts. As John Law said last week, which, by the way, great show with John oh Law last gosh. week. Uh, as John Law said the other week, uh, never been a better time to move to San Francisco. And there's a sense of optimism and joy and things are moving in the right direction. John Law said that. Man, I came away from that show so inspired. I came away encouraged, yeah. It was such tired legs. Yeah. Yeah, walking around Te- Telegraph Hill has made me realize I only want to live in Telegraph Hill off one of those streets. Oh, I, I, I wish you the best of luck. They're so beautiful. They're so unbelievably beautiful. I don't think they come up for rent very often. How could they? Yeah. Yeah. You find one of those places, you just stay there. Uh, another place that John Law was talking about, which I can see outside the window right now, is the Tenderloin. Ah, yeah. Um. Everyone talks about the state of the Tenderloin, but only John Law talks about the burgeoning art scene in yeah. the neighborhood. That was encouraging. Yeah, it made me want to go down there and find some cool art galleries. I, You know, somebody like John is saying that the things are happening here in the city. He's plugged in. you got to believe it. Yeah, absolutely. I absolutely love to see it. I also love the idea of John Law, an absolute legend hanging out with a bunch of kids doing the same thing he was doing <laughs> 30, 40 years ago, and he doesn't tell them who he is. He did drop that little note to us that he just joins in but does not tell them who he is. They're I just that. like, who's that old guy? <laughs> that old guy's the reason you're here. <laughs> what a delight. Oh, what a delight. What a delight indeed. Good book sounds. Uh, was there any news that came across your desk? Oh, there was plenty. So can I kick off one that I thought was really interesting? Hit me. Non-alcoholic beer sales in San Francisco have taken off. Really? Can I tell you about this? So non-alcoholic beer sales are just on the rise in the U.S. More people are drinking non-alcoholic beer. In the Bay Area, that's especially true. As the sales were up, uh, I don't know, about 20% year over year in January, which is a tremendous amount of growth. Can I tell you one crazy thing that you're going to say at a party in the future and someone's going to go, really? Whole Foods sells more non-alcoholic athletic beer nationally than any other brand of beer with or without alcohol. Really? So Whole Foods is selling more non-alcoholic beer of that athletic brand than any other single brand of beer. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that wild? Move over, Budweiser. Yeah, no more Budweiser at uh, Whole Foods. I'm trying to get unbuzzed. (laughs) (laughs) Just hydrate me with a little bit of bubbly. Kind of wild. Um, It makes sense, though. You know, like, I I just want a LaCroix (laughs) most of the time. Over 60%, only 60% of, 62% of adults under 35 drink, which is down from 72% from just a few decades ago. Wow, that's crazy. A lot of non-alcoholic beer. Yeah. Uh, Can I hit you with another food and beverage related one? I'd love it. Um, In God's greatest neighborhood, 
Timeout's best neighborhood. The neighborhood the New York Times called the greatest in the history of America. That that is it. The inner Richmond. Uh, a forty-year-old restaurant won a prestigious James Beard Award this week. This is great. Mandalay. Shout out to Mandalay. I love it. Mandalay is Burma superstar before Burma superstar. <laughs> if you live in the inner Richmond, people go. Burma's great, but have you been to Mandalay? And once you go to Mandalay, you realize why there's all the hype. They're just crushing it night in, night out, 40 years. Mandalay is your favorite restaurant's favorite restaurant. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so get on down to Mandalay before the crush of uh, of folks get down there. Uh, I got a little more. I'll top you off. Okay, a little more coffee. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, James Beard Awards, you love to see it. Uh, another thing that came across my desk that really encouraged me is, have you heard about In the Black? No, tell me about this. In the Black is a shop that's down in the Fillmore District that's focused on black business owners. A group of black entrepreneurs first conceived the ideas to create a black-led marketplace a couple years ago and they thought the Fillmore is the spot that we got to do it in so in the black you can go down and go do some great shopping they're at 1567 Fillmore Street um, and they're trying to take back the Fillmore trying to make it a place that's more focused on small black businesses um, and this is a great quote that I think highlights that we used to call it the Fillmore then it became the no more maybe soon it'll become the some more so Into the Black is the spot to go to for all of your goods and gifts that you need. You got somebody that needs a good leap year present? Go to In the Black. I love that. They worked with the city's economic development office, so they're getting a good deal, I think, on rent. They've got a good a relationship with the city, and they're otherwise encouraging other small businesses, which is exactly what you want to see. And this is what John Law was talking about, right? Mm-hmm. Now is the time to get a great deal on a space, mm-hmm. to try something new. Uh, get on out there, San Francisco. Love it. They're also working with the SFHDC to train entrepreneurs through a 12-week business development program called Minding My Black-Owned Business, (laughs) which is a great name. So check them on out. Just good things happening. Good things happening. That's an unbelievably good name. Axios with the article. (laughs) Um, SF Weekly. Excuse me. SF Gate. SF Gate. Picked up the mantle from the weeklies this week uh, and launched a best of list. Yeah, so they're doing the best of in 150 categories. Uh, remember to vote for best of for BFF.FM for best of anything having to do with internet radio. I think we've won a bunch of these over the years and we can want to win a bunch more. I just want the entire studio at BFF to be trophies, blacks. Next time I see Cosmic Amanda, I want to see her wearing like a military grade jacket with yeah, like yeah. dozens and dozens of pins on it from awards that she's won for being the best general manager of a local radio station. I couldn't agree more and I just got a mental image of Cosmic Amanda wearing a title belt <laughs> that she very much deserves. And now I can't unsee it. I think years ago I suggested that she do the picture of Jordan where she's posing with the five rings resting her head on her hand, and she did it. 
And then we won some more. <laughs> She's running out of fingers. So this one's a little different because they're also adding a bonus, which is that they're looking at these categories, but they're also partnering with longtime locals who know the city as well as anyone. Can we talk about some of these people? No, absolutely not. So one of them is, as you know, uh, Al and Randall from SF Neon. Oh, yeah. Two great individuals. Uh, another is Marcia from Table Hopper. And then another is, I don't know who this is, Luke Spray <laughs> from I, all sorts of things. I am very excited about Randall and Al. You are a local celebrity judge for the SF Best of the Bay 2024. Well, let's be clear. Celebrity I'm, judge. I'm not a judge. I was a nominator. You are the judge. Sam I think you're also judging. I, so, okay, okay, okay. Hold on a sec. Okay, let's, okay, okay. All right, let's, okay. Let's backtrack. <laughs> I was asked to nominate a couple of great park amenities. Uh -huh. And let me tell you, it was hard. There's too many great benches. <laughs> There's too many great courts. Uh, so I nominated a couple, but I couldn't have got it to them all. So you, San Francisco, if I missed what the bench bench, the best bench in San Francisco is, you can write it in. I love it. Tell me what your favorite bench is. Is it, is, does the best bench, is it also the best place to cry in public? It could be. It could be. That's I think one of them. There's a, there's a lot of overlap in that Venn diagram. Yeah. Yeah. You got to find a good bench to cry on. But best bench and best crying bench could be different. Best pondering bench. Oh, yeah. Best bench to, to eat some fried chicken from the gas station on 17th and Van Ness while drinking a bottle of bubbles. Oh, yeah. Oh, can I hit you with some, a very hot, hot take? Yeah, I'd love a good hot take in the morning. Take a sip of coffee. <clears throat> I think I may have had San Francisco's best fried chicken sandwich this week. What? Where did you find the best chicken sandwich in San Francisco? The Sentinel. You ever oh. had a sandwich from the Sentinel? I not in years. We were really close to there the other day, though. We were down at uh, what's it called? Uh, Holy Nada. Yeah, I gotta tell you, the fried chicken sandwich I had at the Sentinel was so good. I haven't had a fried chicken sandwich since because I just know it's gonna be underwhelming. The Sentinel is a hit of a sandwich spot. The Sentinel is how we revitalized downtown. <laughs> like, it was unbelievably good. What's the building that the Sentinel's in? Um, I don't know, but it's right across the street from the Palace Hotel. It's next door to House of Shields. And then what's the other one that that same owner owns as well? They're in two sandwich places. Oh, there's another sandwich place by them. Over in uh, Cross Market Street. Really? And I think that they opened the other one first, and then they called this one the Sentinel because the guy that owns it was looking to expand into that building, and he just put it in there kind of as a Sentinel to yeah. go understand the building a little better. Wow. I, I didn't know this. The Sentinel is great. An unbelievably good sandwich. I've not been there in years. I need to go back. Uh, uh, go back. It's, it, it rivals Deliport. I said it. I said it. The Sentinel is top tier. What about, um, remember Rea's fried chicken? Oh, that's a great one. Rest a in peace. Adrian Spinelli's typing furiously. I think Jeff Potzinger, too. He's a sandwich pro. Jeff, get the chicken sandwich at the Sentinel. I don't know if Jeff, I don't think Jeff has a LinkedIn, but if he did, I bet he'd have hundreds of endorsements on sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, I've got some sad news for you. <gasps> 
Did you hear that the downtown San, the downtown Macy's is set to close? Oh my gosh! This, so this was a blow. This this kind of stung, but I want to talk about some upsides. Okay. So the downtown Macy's is set to close. You know Macy's. It's right across. It's touching Union Square. It's the home of the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. And it's a spot where you can go and during the holiday seasons, take a picture of Santa. You can buy some perfume, buy a jacket for yourself. Maybe you need new pots and pans. You need to give somebody something. Yeah. It's Macy's. It's got, it's got everything. They're closing 150 of them around the U.S. over the next couple years. So the bad news is this one is going away once they can find a buyer for the property. Okay. Good news is that probably not going to happen super soon. Yeah. And you can still get on over there and enjoy, uh, well, uh, I guess reading the tome of the menu. Why go to the library when you can just read the Cheesecake Factory menu? So dense. No, do go to the library. But I'll bet you, is there... Is there a cheesecake library, a cheesecake factory menu here in the library? Do you think there's got to be? It's that big. It's probably one or two, um, but you can still go there. You can still walk around, um, and you know you can hope for a hope for a brighter tomorrow. What do you want to see going in there, besides a sentinel taking over the cheesecake factory? You know, um, I feel like some of the comments I read about this were people lamenting the loss of. Mm-hmm. But also pointing out that malls like Stonestown are crushing it right now. Mm-hmm. And that department stores in Europe and Asia are way more robust than what we got from Macy's. Yeah. So maybe it's just time for a new institution to go in there. And we can be sad about this one, but also hopeful for whatever's next. How are they, how are they more robust than what we have? Don't just know. more amenities? Never been. I think just more more to do, right? Like, I went to get a picture with Santa this year, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what else I would have done in Macy's outside of just, like, a little browsing. You could have brought your daughter to take a picture with Santa. That would have been a start. I, I mean, I... <laughs> <laughs> just me on Santa's lap. <laughs> That's what I assumed you meant when you said you went and took a picture with Santa. <laughs> Cheesecake Factory holds a space in my heart. Is when I was a kid, we'd come to go down to Union Square on Christmas Eve yeah. and walk around and check out that we'd always go to the Macy's. Yeah, um, they're actually gonna put a cliff house in at the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it is a ripe opportunity for a big kitchen. Yeah, I just, I, it feels like we're in such a time of flux mm-hmm. that it, it's. It's impossible to imagine that building being empty. Yeah. And I am choosing to be excited about whatever is next. Because I, outside of seeing Santa and sitting on his lap, personally, not my daughter, <laughs> I, I can't remember the last time I went to Macy's. One thing that I noticed when I was in Japan that Macy's could do is put forth a lot of small bites to eat in the basement. Yeah. You know, open up the basement to turn it into a small food court. Yeah. I like that idea a lot. Yeah. It's tasty. It's just so much space. And people are not going to want to stop coming downtown San Francisco. Okay, how about this for a hot take? When you get in, let's imagine they turn it into another department store. Okay. All but one floor, which we turn into a church of eight wheels. Oh, my God. Can we just make one of the floors in Macy's a giant roller rink? Why not? I would love it. Why not? I think it's possible. You know, someone's calling David Miles and saying, Mr. Godfather of Skate. 
it's ripe for a vacant to vibrant on a massive scale. Absolutely. Absolutely. So more more on that hopefully in the future. Yeah, it's coming. I can hate you with a piece of good news from I love it, yes. Right over our shoulder here. Uh, the standard came out with a great story about how the uh, UC Law School right around the corner is investing into the tenderloin and putting a bunch of student housing here and how the student housing has been really great for the local businesses how it's great for the students because they're smaller spaces they're Mm -hmm. super centrally located i feel like we hear a lot about this need to invest in the tenderloin yeah and here's a, a an institution that's just doing it yeah, it's really exciting. There's a great quote in here. It says, from the standard, a block away from the university on Larkin Street, Peter Dorrance is in the co-owner of Out of Sight Pizza, fa- famous for its affordable yet delicious thin crust slices. Uh, when the clock strikes six, Peter said, it can feel like the progress made in recent years uh, to the tenderloin is uh, it's palpable. Yeah, yeah. It comes undone. Um, so yeah, get on down to Out of Sight. Look out for all the law students. Maybe you'll find your next lawyer. I like it. I like it. Um, I love that the university is putting more student housing in there. Another thing that I think we could do well to do are more of these small apartments where the living room for your apartment is downtown. Yeah. Make it more enticing. Absolutely. It's going to sound shocking, but maybe more housing. Maybe. Um, You know, like the small spaces. I remember when I was in my early 20s living Mm -hmm. here. My apartment was just like a place to sleep. Mm-hmm. I was out all the time. Totally. It's a designing place for students to, to live that way and encouraging them to invest in the neighborhood themselves. They're the ones going to all the Tenderloin Art Galleries. Absolutely love it. Yeah. Uh, what else is going on? Okay. I We need to work on a problem here together. Okay. Let's, let's figure it out. You know how we turned off our emergency sirens? And we never turned them back on. Like in 2019, I think we turned them off? Yeah, we were like, it's going to be two years. Yeah. And then we were like, it's going to be two more years. And here we are, we've made zero progress. What can we do? What can we broadcast over this system to get people up and moving and saying, we need to invest in this? Roll over easy. (laughs) Imagine us whispering over San Francisco right now. I don't know. This is this is devastating. I wish that these emergency systems were working, as we've seen very recently, the need for emergency systems to be working to transmit messages. It's wild to me that due to a security protocol, these have been shut down for years. I'd be willing to bet that the fix doesn't actually take years to fix, but the bureaucracy is the thing that's standing in the way here. Absolutely. And I think if we told San Franciscans that we were going to play the OCs over the speakers <laughs> just for a day or two. We're playing fast car on repeat. Oh, on my beer. <laughs> Do it, you cowards. <laughs> if we said we were going to play fast car over all the speakers on San Francisco's official Tracy Chapman Day, we'd have those fixed in no time. We can play some other sound clips, like maybe this one. I only look at Clay Thomas and think, oh my God, he's so fine. (laughs) (laughs) We could have Mayor London Breed reading quotes. Um, Or the other mayor. It never comes down on Willie Brown. (laughs) (laughs) 
Look, I think we need to get these things back up and running, and I would be shocked if it was actually a difficult software problem. Yeah. Maybe you should just get in there and try to do it. I would love to. <laughs> give, give me at it. Give me commit access. There we go. We can make it happen. Uh, so hopefully these things will be up and running soon. I think the mayor said, we're going to get this done in six months, about nine months ago. Yeah. We can, maybe, can we see our office from here? We can. We're looking into it. Mayor yeah. London Bridge. You know, do you know which one it is, actually? Yeah, I think it's that whole second floor, that whole thing. Yeah. Okay, so, Mayor, we're looking at you. Please get these things fixed. No, you got a lot on your plate, but I'd like to be prepared during an emergency. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe an emergency like, and now I'm going to quote from KQED here, okay. maybe an emergency like a stank-ass plant that is about to stank itself all over the Cal Academy's rainforest. That's right, a stank-ass plant. Did you know that the corpse flower is, I think it hasn't bloomed yet, but is about to bloom at the Cal Academy of Science. Do you know what this plant is? I just know it's a stank-ass plant. This is a, so this plant is such a teenager, right? It's about a four-foot or about five-foot tall plant that just smells putrid. Yeah. Like they describe it like a teenager going through puberty. Would you like to hear the way a botanist describes this? Yes. This is a plant that people line up to go see and smell. You ready? Yeah. It smells like if you took your teenager's dirty laundry, <laughs> you put it in a big black garbage bag, and then you added some hamburger meat, some fish, a little garlic, and just a touch of Parmesan cheese. And you left that by the side of the road on a very hot desert day for 24 hours, and then you came back to it. And then the quote continues, that's not even exaggerating. That's really how it smells. Wow. So the corpse flower is going to be, I think, blooming any day now, and it will be bloomed for about 24 to 72 hours. Uh, and shout out to the KQED editor who approved that headline. Stank-ass plant is about to stank itself all over the Cal Academy's rainforest. <laughs> Ray Alexander. Alexandra, excuse me. Um, all right, gonna end you with another piece of news. Please. Spring is just around the corner, and that means that the free concert series at the Temple of Music <gasps> in Colgate Park is about to start up again. I love it. Many, many days of the week, for many, many weeks on end, <clears throat> you can head down to the music concourse and just see a great show. This is fantastic. I can't wait. Are we going to see Dr. Rick play? We did last year. The Bunkermen. The Bunkermen were great, and I hope we see more of them. I love it. Um, this is the fourth season that they've been doing this, which it seems like it should have been going on for, I think, in years past it had gone on. The yeah. fourth fourth season is current incarnation. Happy, uh, excuse me, Friday happy hour and crucial reggae Sundays from mid-November. R&B, indie, psych rock, electronic dance music. They're just doing it all. Absolutely love it. I love that you can just go to the park, and depending on what day you end up there, you could see some reggae. You could see some punk rock. It's so good. Yeah. I've never not stopped for a show when I've walked by and seen it going. Totally. It feels like the park at its best, where you just have music kind of flowing through all the trees. I love it. Uh, good morning goes out to Al. Hello! Shh, shh, shh. 
He says, roll over easy, the best benches yet to come. I'm talking about the best of benches. Thanks to the generous donation from Minka Studio on the hashtag Golden Gate Greenway. Right around the corner from the San Francisco Public Library. And sends in a beautiful shot of a bench that is in progress. Wow. Look at that wood. Wow. The Golden Gate Greenway. Are you familiar with this? I love the Golden Gate Greenway. Have you been down there? Shh. I, uh, have I, so it's, is it just on Golden Gate? Yeah, so it's the block of Golden Gate where St. Anthony's is. Oh, yeah. And Al and St. Anthony's and a whole bunch of other stakeholders are just making it into a greenway. Love it. Fighting tooth and nail against the powers that be to make our city a garden. Love it. Um, I can't wait for this bench to be out there. There's no cities across the world. I've never been to a public, like a, a city on a large urban scale where I've said to myself, I wish there weren't so many trees. <laughs> Just haven't. It never happened. I'd like less succulents here. <laughs> <laughs> this cloud, these, these, the shade is just, oh, it's horrible. <laughs> um, hello goes also, also, yeah. Hello also goes out to friend of the program, David Gallagher. Hello! Hello, David. David is going to be at the Night of Ideas this Saturday because him and Peter Hartlob are going to be filling the Latino and Hispanic room in the basement, which is the lower level, with a wonderful and uplifting story about a San Francisco bit of history that has been revealed. So you gotta go. David, Peter, the library, a gin and tonic. What else? Like, what else do you need? I'm ours for being, yes. David, I cannot wait. I will be there. I'll be there with bells on. Yeah. I'm going to make, you're going to see me at the library like I'm at a college basketball game <laughs> holding up a large picture of your head in the crowd while you talk. It will be a little distracting, but it's meant to be honoring. <laughs> you hold one for Peter, I'll hold one for David. All right. <laughs> I'm in. I can't wait. These are some. We're going to chat more about the night of ideas here pretty soon. But these are some of the things that we're excited about. David, Peter, what a program! <laughs> uh, and Jeff chimes in uh, about his favorite benches and says they're the giant weird ones at oh, Tunnel Tops. Yeah, the benches at Tunnel Tops are absolutely some of the best benches in San Francisco, no doubt about it. Uh, my lady babe was there yesterday and said that it was just stunning down there. It's so gorgeous. It's just such a beautiful place to spend time. Yeah, it absolutely is. All right, we got somebody wandering over. Maybe a guest for us. Who knows? We'll see. Um, yeah, there's so many good benches in this town. Good morning. Absolutely. I got one more that I got to tell you about, which is the nonprofit Matter of Trust. Oh, so, Matter of Trust, they're the, cor- the organization that makes hair mats out of used human and animal hair, and they use that to clean up beaches and oil spills. Uh, they recently used their hair mats to restore the grassland in the Presidio, which, spoiler alert, we're going to be there in a few weeks chatting with them. So, Matter of Trust is down in Soma on, like, 11th and Harrison. I get my hair cut here. This is where I know, look, there's a lot of words a lot of ink has been spilled on the internet about how I have the best hairdresser in all of San Francisco. Shout out to Lisa from Pitch Salon. you got to go get your haircut from Lisa at Pitch Salon. It's non-negotiable. 
uh, she takes that hair and they turn that into a mat and that mat goes and restores the native habitat how cool is that look I, I gotta level with you here uh-huh. we've gone back and forth for years over who has the better uh, barber yeah it's me and you've been wrong for a long time. <laughs> that, no, no, but keep continue. I mean, Shantae has the bird cage. Not that, you know, she's not the best, but she's in the top two. And all I'm saying is, you were second place for a really long time, but you gotta give people their flowers when they, when they deserve them. And you and Lisa deserve some flowers here. <laughs> You're the best. I'm gonna say it right now. You have the best hairstylist in all of San Francisco. It's such a positive thing to do with leftover material like hair. Oh, your hair is revitalizing the Presidio right now. How cool is that? The only reason Grant didn't put it on the best of list is because it's not close right now. <laughs> you win. I've also got an you go home in Coal Valley where they highlight this sort of stuff. If you go to Matter of Trust, you get your hair cut, you can walk in the building, and they have volunteers that are packing this hair and working with the hair. You can also learn all about how the hair transforms from being cut into mats and how that plays into the ecology of the world. It's so cool. It's just a big warehouse in Soma where they take your hair and make it better. <laughs> and all accounts, it looks better when you leave and then it helps somebody out. So you got it. So pitch salon, Lisa. Tell, tell her rollover easy sent you. I tell her all the time ago, I've been engaged like two steadfast goats in battle on the side of a mountain with the early bird over the years as to whose hairdresser has it going on. And at this point, I'm relenting, at least for now. <laughs> you and your hairy presidio revitalization has won. I just love this. I just love this. It's It's so good. It's so very, very good. I got one more for you. It's an event that's coming up in about a month. Okay, hit me. Bloom Shaboom. <laughs> Bloom Shaboom is my favorite event to say out loud. <laughs> what are you doing this weekend? I'm going to Bloom Shaboom. Bloom Shaboom, Sunday, March 24th from 1 to 4 at the Burroughs Pocket Park, which is right next to one of our absolute favorite cafes, Hey Neighbor. It's going to be opened up. It's going to be a free event. It's a block party and celebration of art, nature, and community. What else do you need to know? Oh. Kids' activities. They're also going to have a beer garden there. Yeah. They're going to have nature walks, arts and crafts. Um, it's going to be a party. I cannot wait. Uh, I'm excited. I'm very excited. So you can go to, you can just look up Bloom Shaboom. It's probably the easiest way to do it online. Or you can go to just one of my favorite websites, fccenters.org, fccenters.org, to learn more. I love it. Can't wait. I'm all about it. Can I hit you with one more, and then let's jump into a song? Sure. Uh, Tuesday, I know. Tuesday's coming up, and you got a big rainstorm between now and Yeah. But use that rainstorm to look over your ballot. It's Ooh. election day. It's primary day. It's on Tuesday? It's on Tuesday. That's, this is what I'm telling you. I can't believe we didn't talk about this more. Yeah. Keep going. I mean, it's a primary, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but there's some uh, propositions on the ballot. The election for the DCCC, the Democratic uh, representatives that kind of endorse things more generally. Your representatives are being decided on Tuesday. Got it. So, uh, get out there and vote. How, how are you voting on Proposition F? Which one's F? 
That's the one to put Fernet in the drinking fountains. Oh, that's a yes from me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fernet in the drinking fountains. That's yeah, yeah, absolutely. And from oh. Proposition S. Which one's that? That's the one where the mail person delivers you a loaf of sourdough bread with your mail. Oh, my gosh. I, I, I'm actually standing out on a street corner holding up a sign for that one. <laughs> uh, Jeff toots in to say, speaking of benches, have you been following the gorilla bench makers in the East Bay? They're using the public bench project design. Yes. Have you heard about this? No, this is new to me. A bunch of transit. I love transit activists. They just go do wild good things. They're the best. They've installed 16 benches in Berkeley and Oakland at bus stops that need benches that don't have benches. (laughs) All they're doing is building benches and putting them out there. And it is beautiful. Oh, my gosh. That's so great. Uh, So the city said that they were going to do this, but they haven't. They've been slow. So a bunch of people are like, we're just going to do this. Yeah. Hello, good morning. Welcome to the library. Let's hop into a song. Okay, okay. We're going to jump into a jam real quick. I'm going to pull one up. The early bird's going to say hello. Uh, I've got a weird song here. You know, forget it. We're playing Robin Williams promos again. All right, more, more Robin Williams with the San Francisco Public Library. We'll be back in a flash. This is BFF. Channel 4 presents Robin Williams for Family Day at the new San Francisco Maine Public Library. Hello, I'm Robin Williams. You know, I was trained at Juilliard. I was a classically trained actor. Shakespeare, to be, or what? You know what that's from, man? That's from like a book, man. Serious, really amazing books. And you know where there's a lot of great, great books? The main source? That's at the main library. Wow, coincidence? You'd be the judge. You know in the dictionary under redundant? It says see redundant. But you can find that out at the main library. They're having a grand opening, man. Wow, grand, like Sunday, 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 April 21st. Be there. There'll be entertainment from around the world. Authors, storytellers, special tours of the library, singing, dancing, theater, and free tasty treats for all the kids. Come on down. I'm not lying. Volumes! Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Yo, 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 it's my main library. I'm Robin Williams. I'd like to ask you to pack up your family and come explore San Francisco's new main library. That's right, my main library. I'll be there Sunday, April 21st. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Hello, my friends. I'm Robin Williams, and I did a movie called Jumanji. That's right. It was also a book. Ha ha! It was a book before it's a film. And if you want to find out where there's other fabulous books, come on down to the main library, my main man. And Sunday, April 21st, we're having Family Day. And you know what? It's free! Ha ha ha! Absolutely free! You don't have to pay doodahs! Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Come on down! Have a tour of the library! They'll be singing, dancing, feed your face, feed your mind! It's free! Free! As free as the wind blows. Hello, you're watching TV right now, but I'd like to ask you to do something different. Book. Friend. Many books. Family. Come on down and explore San Francisco's new main library. Grand opening celebration on Sunday, April 21st. Be there! How do we do it? Volumes! Many books. Wow, check it out. Many books. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Yo, 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 it's my main library. 
Yo, 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 it's time to pump up the volume. Down at the main library, I'm talking you and me and family. Sunday, April 21st, be with me and family. Treats for the family, treats for the friends. Come on down and see book and Sunday, April 21st, singing and dancing and prancing and theater, not theater, theater. Tasty treats for all the kids. Come on there and see some videos, too. Didn't rhyme, but hey, what do you want? It's free. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Keep turning, turn those pages, turn those pages. One, two, turn those pages, turn those pages, turn those pages. Pump the neurons, pump the neurons. Grab a volume, open up and grab a volume, open up and a book, a book, a book, a book. My mind is hurting now. Pump those volumes, pump them. Robin Williams for Family Day at the new San Francisco Maine Public Library. When I was a kid, one of the first things my mom taught me was how to share, which was really kind of strange because I was an only child. Well, our friends at the San Francisco Public Library must know my mom because they like sharing, too. They want you to come share the city's brand new, beautiful public library on Family Day. I'll be there. Join me for this magical celebration. Maybe mom will come, too. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. Do you know what the biggest gland in your body is? No, wrong. Your brain, the three and a half pound gland up here. That's right. I'd like to ask you to come down and pump some neurons. How do you do it? Books. That's right, dude. Books. Come on down to the main source at the main library. That's right. April 21st, Sunday. Be there. Family Day celebration. Be there. Authors, storytellers, entertainment from around the world. I'll be waiting for you. I want to see you there. Be there. Read a book. Expand your mind. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library is brought to you by these proud sponsors. You know, I did a movie called Jumanji, but guess what? It was a book before it was a movie. And you know, a lot of great films are actually made from books. And if you want to see the main source, come on down to the main library. And you know what? On Sunday, April 21st, we're having a celebration. It's Family Day at the main library. Entertainment from around the world. Authors, storytellers, special tours of the library. Dancing, theater, and singing. They'll be singing about encyclopedia. Family Day at San Francisco's new main library oh, is yes. brought to you by these proud sponsors. A great, uh, great Robin Williams set of promos from 19... Oh, from 1996. I forgot when the library was supposed to whisper. We are supposed to whisper in here. But I think since our guests are here, maybe we don't have to whisper. Can we just talk normal volume? I think we just talk normal Ooh, volume. Ooh, is that okay? Is this Ooh. allowed in the library to talk normal volume? Incredible. Wait, so imagine a contemporary library. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that what we're doing this weekend? Imagining a contemporary library? Well, I like to say that everything happens, um, everything that happens at the Night of Ideas is happens at the library all year round. Uh-huh. It's just a concentrated version of what we do mm-hmm. I like every it. day. Um, well, hey, before we get started here, it's such a delight to have all of you on the program. Pass me your coffee mugs. Let's let's get a little coffee flowing. Oh, yeah, we got to have that happening. I've been waiting for so long. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you first, then. Thank you. Okay, so um, why don't you all take uh, a minute to introduce yourselves? I'm so excited to have you all here because you're three powerhouses, it seems. Uh, C, you're the... Mm-hmm. I, 
th- whatever this pastry is you've made us, this looks insane. Brought in Thank something you. delicious. Yeah, yeah. I brought, brought you some breakfast to have this morning <laughs> to maybe to dip into the coffee, to soak into the coffee. I, it might be great, I think. I'm very excited to eat this <laughs> live on the air. Um, and then Sabine, you are, um, you've seemingly lived many, many lives, uh, for, I mean, looking you up prior to the show, you've, you've done so many things, uh, and now you're working for Night of Ideas. Yeah, so I'm, today I'm uh, a cookie taster for Corentin, which is a full-time job, I must say. And uh, I'm the director of the Villa Albertine, uh, that is a, a French uh, network uh, specialized in, in art and bridging uh, France and the United States. Uh, I must say that the Night of Ideas is our signature event. Mm-hmm. It's all over the world, uh, in 45 countries, and we have 20 locations celebrating the Night of Ideas in the United States states. But the Night of Ideas in San Francisco is by far the most important yeah. and the most cherished uh, locally. Love it. How many, how many years has the Night of Ideas in San Francisco been going on for? This is our fifth year. Excellent. Happy birthday. Going strong. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to the Night of Ideas indeed. Okay, do we all have coffee in front of us? Do you have us? coffee? No, I, I could use a little Okay, let's more. top it off. Okay. Uh, do you all think San Franciscans throughout the city have their coffees ready? I'm sure Walking, they do. I'm sure they are. take so, a sip or their at the tea same time. or their chaga or whatever they're drinking. Yeah. <laughs> and cookie distribution is on. Yeah. All right. Let's do it. Should we all take a sip of coffee on the count of three okay. right into our microphones? All right. One, two, and... <sighs> Delicious. <sighs> Okay, so will you please describe what delicious looking, what treat is in front of us right now? Um, I would say this is just a cookie. Uh, base. I like to cook them a specific way, to bake them a specific way. They are super crunchy on the side and very moist inside. Uh, I top them with uh, a lot of beautiful things, pecan that are made, that, that are made uh, locally. I do some uh, sea salt caramel and uh, some uh, pecan praline on top as well. So it's just like a mix of uh, indulgent stuff thrown on top of the cookie and it makes it wonderful, I guess. This is incredible. You guys want to try? Yes. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> Looking at a dozen I saved cookies. myself for this moment. Oh, yeah. gosh. <laughs> Thank you so much. A dozen cookies on a silicone mat. Merci. Looks freshly baked. Let's be clear. This is work. <laughs> <laughs> and then you said, have a sip, have a sip of coffee uh, as well. Maybe. I, I feel like pecan work very well with, uh, with coffee. Mm. Okay. I agree. Mm. Oh my god. That was incredible. Mm. Thank you guys. And the, the, the little secret is like the seasoning. Uh, it's uh, not common for pastry chefs to like season their stuff, but I season every everything I do. Hmm. For example, here there is just a bunch of sea salt on top of it, just a sprinkle. So it gives like volumes on the degustation. Excellent. It's, oh, it's nice. I feel bad for every cookie I have to eat after this because it's not going to be as good. Uh, you're going to be here at the Night of Ideas yes. as well. Are you presenting food? Are you talking about food? What's your involvement going to be this year? Uh, I'll be, in fact, I'll be presenting these cookies uh, and I'll be giving them for uh, children. Um, 
uh, I've noticed that uh, when I spoke with Alice Water that I met during my residency here in San Francisco, um, she spoke a lot about education and us, our chef, have a very uh, important role in education. Those cookies are very indulgent, but the, education, the educational part of them is every ingredient are locally sourced, uh, they're all organic, so um, it's something I really want to pass for any other, any, any person. That's a message I want to give to everybody, to eat great. Uh, I will also be on, uh, on a talk uh, with my friend uh, Azikiwi from uh, Rise Up Bakery, mm. and uh, mm -hmm. we'll speak about uh, our collaboration, uh, about bread, and uh, about uh, our way of working uh, together in a chef community. Excellent. Z is wonderful. You're doing a panel with Z? I just yeah. want to be clear. Yeah. C and Z. C and Z. Yeah. I didn't think this night could get any better. I don't think that so. sounds delicious and educational. If this is how good your cookies are, whatever your collaboration with Z totally. is like, mm -hmm. it might just end the rest of food. Yeah. Like, I don't know what else I'd have to eat after that. That's going to be very, very fun. Yeah, I love the intersection of ecology and food mm -hmm. that you're very passionate about. It seems fairly straightforward to do that in the Bay Area when we grow so many wonderful things. Yes. Excellent. Is it um, fair culturally? Because, and I hope it is, because I've already posted it. If I call this France's most indulgent cookie, oh yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah please. <laughs> you know, in south in southwest of France, uh, there is the Basque language. They have their own uh, language, and we're from there. And uh, delicious in uh, Basque country uh, is uh, gosso. Mm -hmm. uh, so we call them the gusso cookie. Oh, <laughs> I like it. Okay, good to know. Just delicious. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Just delicious. Uh, well, thank you all for being here. Um, can we talk a little bit about how the Night of Ideas came to be? It's such a special and wonderful event, and I know we're all familiar with it, but for folks who might be hearing about this for the first time, First off, what rock are you living under? But secondly, um, <laughs> what's this event all about? Mm -hmm. So uh, it's an event that started in France, in Paris, exactly. So the idea, uh, the wish of the Minister of Culture and uh, Mayor of Paris was to open up uh, science academies and universities to everyone. I mean, really to foster a sharing, a horizontal sharing of knowledge and to open up the doors of very, I mean, high-level organizations and institutions an evening, so not during, I mean, a, a normal uh, daytime, and uh, to make it accessible uh, to, the, to the big chunk of the population. Mm. It has been a huge success. I mean, people were just queuing to enter the Sorbonne. Nobody has seen <laughs> that before. And so they decided to duplicate the idea, and so it started... I mean, in other countries, uh, led by the Institut Francais, and naturally uh, in the United States. And I think that San Francisco was just the perfect destination for that. And we, we found a home here with the SF Public Library. Absolutely love it. I love the diversity of programming as well, where every floor that you wander around, you can learn something new, you can challenge ideas that you've already held, you can learn new things. Um, is that intentional to have such a wide range of ideas represented at the library during the event? 
I think this is by nature. I mean, this is what the SF Public Library is for. I think this is what about ideas. I mean, ideas do not live in silo. I mean, they love to pollinize, they love to meet each other. So this is really the idea. And uh, with the team, uh, so with the librarians, uh, with uh, KQED, with Circuit Network, we're really doing our best, I mean, to, to give an overview of any single idea that people could come asking it, uh, himself uh, being in the library and have some, I mean, uh, answers or ideas, I mean, going back home. Love it. I'm so excited. I know. Um, Kate, I'm, I'm curious for you, five years in now, how has this event kind of evolved? I feel like we've been lucky enough, the two of us, to be at maybe all of them. Yeah. Um, but I, I'd be curious to hear from your perspective how the event has kind of matured over the years. Well, you've been to more than I have. Because <laughs> I started a year after the first one. Um, and so my first one was in 2020, which um, was a month before the shutdown. Um, and uh, and then, of course, we had the shutdown. So we went to a virtual platform and, uh, you know, tried to give the same diversity of thought and performances that people expect in the live version. And then the year after that, um, since we had just barely reopened and, you know, staff was feeling, you know, pretty shy about hosting a 5,000 person event in the main <laughs> library, we decided to do a more scaled down version and that was at KQED's beautiful headquarters. Um, and then last year was the first time since the pandemic we were back in the main library and it felt like a homecoming. I mean, there's something remarkable about this 350,000 square foot building and all of the different spaces it provides for the various programming we do throughout the night. I mean, I can't think of another building that can accommodate such an ambitious program in one evening and so um, you know everyone felt great last year and here we are again and so I think the way it's evolved um, you know I it's always a collaboration there are lots of cooks in the kitchen bringing a diversity of ideas and perspectives and connections to the program and what's different this year is that we heard loud and clear from previous attendees and patrons that they really wanted a family component. Mm -hmm. So we've added the afternoon of ideas, yeah. which is a shorter program that starts at four, goes roughly from four to six. And, um, you know, Quantum will be presenting the cookies at this part of the program. But we also have San Francisco Ballet doing a very cute interactive dance uh, lesson for ages two to seven. We have um, henna tattooing, which is always fun. <laughs> And we have award-winning author Maggie Takuda-Hall and author and illustrator Cindy Santa Maria, who is our artist for our Summer Stride Summer Learning Campaign. And they're going to do a special family storytelling workshop um, for families. And uh, we also have a performance by Climate Music Project. So um, something for the young, the youngs, the littles, <laughs> to I would say the teens, and then. Anyone is welcome to stay. Um, you know, I think that 
the performances will be really engaging. I'm not sure if the two-year-olds would be will be into the panels, but um, you know, everyone is encouraged to stay after that. So that's a that's something that's new this year. We've also shortened our panels; so there are more of them, mm-hmm. and so um, each panel will be roughly 45 minutes. And as you can see, I can actually brought the schedule, which I can shake around for, for some dramatic yeah. effect. Yeah. We love <laughs> dramatic effect on the radio. Um, but everything is pretty stacked wow. on the hour. Um, Nine hours of programming spanning from 4 p.m. to 1 a.m. on one giant sheet. Yeah, exactly. Um, a couple other highlights. We have two live tapings of KQED Forum. Oh, cool. And Nina that's and Alexa. Yeah, well, that's mm-hmm. something we did in 2020, um, and we did not do it last year but they were wildly popular and then um you know it was really important i think uh, the night of ideas covers a lot of topics that are important today Mm -hmm. from climate change to you know things happening in the economy and around the world but i think it was really important for me that we have some sort of leitmotif woven through the entire program that um really brought some joy and celebration Mm -hmm. around San Francisco. I think so many of us who live here are so sick and tired of the negative headlines. And so I really wanted to have moments for people to take pride in the city, um, take pride in its idiosyncrasy, um, its history of, you know, progressive values. And so um, one of the things that is sort of a manifestation of that, and this is thanks to the SFMTA, is that we have like a straight up Muni celebration. You know, there's oh. the, one of them is we'll, we're working with the Muni Raise Me curators. There was an excellent um, exhibition at SoMarts um, uh, by local artists who were born and raised here, some mm-hmm. of whom actually grew up like riding Muni. And they have, they created a decommissioned, they took a decommissioned Muni bus and turned it into the most magical altar to San Francisco. The level of detail in this artwork is mind boggling. And so hopefully it won't rain, but <laughs> we will have it parked on Fulton Street for people to explore. Oh, excellent. And then we have the author of Muni is My Ride doing a fun interactive Muni trivia. Um, with prizes um, panel. And then Jeffrey Tumlin, the head of the SFMTA, is going to be doing a panel um, about Muni as a catalyst for community. So Hmm. that's just one way in which that's manifested. And then we have other programs that also celebrate our natural beauty and and our solution focused. Absolutely love it. Um, You're a big fan of Muni Raise Me, being a board member for Soma Arts. Soma Arts, it's the best. How did you bring together such a diverse group of people and ideas and thoughts all into one roof where you can start off the evening with family or the afternoon with family and walk around and learn and then as the day progresses, go outside and check out the bus, come back in for a taping of Forum, learn about history with David and Peter. How do you get all of these folks in under one roof. This is just an incredible assortment of individuals. Well, I'd love to hear from Sabine too, but I mean, part of it is just the envelope that we have to work in. I mean, this building is massive yeah. <laughs> and there's we're programming all seven floors of it. They're the lower level right up to the tippy top. And so I think the building allows us to program at this scale. 
Um, and then really it's just about plumbing our networks and, you know, finding inspiration and in what we read, see and experience in the city. Um, but um, the Villa Albertine contributed many of the panels uh, for the evening. So I love to hear from Sabine. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a it's a very strong component of the Night of Ideas uh, is that uh, we are uh, Villa Albertine, our tourists here. I mean, so mm. we are visiting the Bay Area, exploring it, uh, asking questions. And uh, it's not that much uh, a night of presentations. There's so many conferences here, so it's not <laughs> another one. But it's really a, a moment where we could match together people who would never meet. Mm. So this is something that we do, I mean, uh, bridging together people who comes from France, I mean, people who comes from here, and for people from uh, different uh, disciplines, generations point of view. This is what we call, I mean, debate, uh, mm -hmm. uh, debating in France. And, um, and I think that this is really our drive. We're starting very early too. I mean, uh, starting mm -hmm. programming in September on a weekly wow. basis. Yeah, Pilate is nothing for us, I mean, compared yeah. to what we do. I mean, <laughs> It's really a strong uh, exercise, and uh, yeah, and this is how it is. And uh, and what I, I find personally, I mean, great is that it's not that um, because of algorithm. I mean, uh, your smartphone smartphones know you. They know what you like. Here you can be surprised. Yeah. And it's really, I mean, to me, it's really an inhabited library where subjects that have nothing to do, I mean, would be, I mean, close to each other. So we will talk about AI, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, one of our panelists, I mean, uh, will. Uh, Luc Julia uh, has a statement that there's no such things are uh, AI. So I'd like to 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 hear how we would elaborate on that one. Uh, Corentin and Z will talk about bread, bread distribution. Uh, actually, that's very real. But in France, people eat less and less bread. So mm. I'd love to know why and why, I mean, uh, a chef from France comes here to California, I mean, to be inspired, I mean, intriguing to me. Uh, usually when we visit exhibitions, I mean, we, we got uh, heard by a parent that we cannot touch anything and there would be a panel that would be actually about touching exhibitions, touching mm. the lines. I mean, gathering people from uh, the Fine Arts Museum and the Asian Museum and uh, it, it promises to be and gray area it promises to be a wonderful panel we wanted to talk about perfume because i mean uh, olfactive uh, uh, sense is a minority i must say so we wanted to give i mean some space uh, for perfume olfactory i mean at the age of climate change i mean um so there's there's a lot going on here and uh, yeah i mean not enough time i would say so <laughs> Speaking hey, of exciting. there not being enough time, how do you suggest somebody plan for the event other than wear good walking shoes? Oh, well, I think really the biggest challenge is, you know, <laughs> choosing which baby <laughs> to, um, yeah. you know, it really, uh, you're going to, everyone's going to have to make some tough decisions during the night. But I do think it's worth going to the website or the entire program is um, up and kind of mapping out the things you want to experience. I will say too that, I mean, some things get pretty crowded. And so, um, you know, we've had in previous years, people remove books from stacks so they can sort of peer through the stacks to see <laughs> their <laughs> panelists. And that, I mean, I feel Shoe like boxes. that's part of the unique, yeah. Yeah, it's part of the unique charm of the evening. 
But I would just say that, say you arrive at a panel and it's packed and you don't, you, it's not, you know, the, that level of, um, you know, volume of people is maybe not for you. Mm-hmm. Be open, go check out something yeah. else. Just do an eeny, meeny, miny, mo and just pick something else. You're going to be surprised. I think the point that Sabine made about, it, you know, algorithms delivering things that are designed to appeal to you. I mean, this is an opportunity to maybe shake things up and just check out something new. I mean, every everything on here is a um, on this program is the of the highest quality. So I, I think, you know, you're going to be provoked in a good way, no matter where you pop into. And my advice would be as well, I mean, to allow yourself to get lost at the library. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good thing to happen. Yeah, it's so uncommon. What a wonderful opportunity. I think that's my favorite thing about the event is it's so busy and there's so much going on that you just find yourself at at new things. Um, And and that sort of um, chance to just stumble upon an expert or a a really fascinating thing that your team is highlighting is, is really exciting. Um, We're talking here kind of about the, the kind of chance curation of where you wander. How do how do you begin to curate all of these things? You have um, so many great folks in the barrier that you can choose from. Clearly, you have um, a wealth of knowledge from previous events. What what does the curation process look like, especially for a city like San Francisco? I think that uh, what is always fun that uh, so the night of ideas, as we we said before, is a worldwide event. Mm-hmm. So to gather everyone, I mean, around a single title is always very challenging. Mm-hmm. So we have kind of no titles, and the no title this year is uh, fault lines. But it's always good to start from somewhere, and this is how we started our internal brainstorming. I mean, what would be a fault line? What do we want to save? What do we need to build? What would be the next step? And this is how we started. I mean, yeah, and I would say with fault lines for San Franciscans, we think, <laughs> Works of, well. oh, yeah, exactly. Um, but you know, it, immediately what came to mind was like, well, shaking things up, and I think that's mm-hmm. something that San Francisco does really well. You know, for example, one of our keynotes is Darcy. Rollinger, the world's first drag laureate, yeah. and so I feel like that really exemplifies how we can shake, how we shake things up, and um, are on the vanguard of you know certain ideas and movements. And so um, you know, I, we always strive to have gender and racial diversity throughout the program. So we're always mindful of that um, as we're putting panels together, panels and topics together, so that it's a real representation of the diversity of the region. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, we see that with C and Z mm-hmm. happening uh, as well. The, am I to understand also that people are going to be able to purchase items this year? Oh, yes. Uh, that so seems what, new. Yeah, well, one of the things that we did last year that was a wild success is that on the fourth floor, which is where we have our business science and technology center, which is another way of saying, like, you know, if you're interested in starting a small business in San Francisco, trying to find a job, you wanna change careers, like that's the place to go. There's tons of resources on that level. So one of the librarians had this idea of inviting small businesses to come in and do a marketplace. Love so it. Oh. Um, we have, and <laughs> the word got out, so we have <laughs> many more vendors um, than we did the first year. 
um, which is a testimony to the fact that they had a blast. And I think yeah. they made some, ch you know, some change. So it was successful for them. So yes, please come, like, have a cocktail and, <laughs> and make some purchases. <laughs> I just, I love wandering around the library with a cocktail in my hand and every room that I walk into, I'm going to learn something new or be exposed to a new idea or a delicious treat or be able to pick up something for my wife for her half birthday today. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Again, if it's February, if it's leap year, we we're joking about this earlier, <laughs> leap year, a very unique birthday year. Um, <laughs> very excited for that this year. Uh, food outside as well? Yes, thanks for mentioning that. Yeah, so we're bringing the food trucks back. They mm -hmm. will be on Fulton Street. So um, please come and uh, support those small businesses. And we also have a coffee vendor because if you're really serious about the night of ideas, <laughs> I want to fuel up. Until um, 1 a.m. Till 1 a.m. Yes, and, and, and like in previous years, we have a, a raucous dance party um, uh, in the periodical room and on the sixth floor, <laughs> and people get down. And so, and it's free. And we, this year, we have the Giants resident DJ, DJ Umani, and DJ Beatific, who also has a following. Um, I was not born in 1996, like Quentin, so I'm not, <laughs> not as up on the DJs, but. Um, yeah, so come, bring your dancing shoes. You've also got the San Francisco Girls Chorus that's opening up things around 6.15. I like that music's playing a part of the event as mm -hmm. well. Yeah, um, I have to give a shout out to our curating partner, Circuit Network, um, which is headed by a woman named Elizabeth Beard, who has worked in San Francisco for many, many years and has unbelievable connections with artists, um, helps run the San Francisco Electronic Music Festival. So we have an electronic music sound garden happening on the fourth floor with incredible performers kind of rotating in and out of that. And then a kind of a sexy cabaret burlesque variety show um, also happening on the fourth floor and, and tons of uh, dancers and musicians we have the residents um, yes kids they will be the residents the residents yeah. which is yes they're legendary and they will be in the house so yeah i mean it's going to be it's chock -a block how long before they ask the three of you to take over the westfield mall yeah i feel like it's very soon here before every big building in town needs a night of ideas this is so exciting this is incredible i need a million extra dollars <laughs> great if you're tuning in and you've got a million dollars uh, see, question for you. Um, what should we be eating aside from your cookies at the Night of Ideas? Like, I'm thinking about yeah. these panels and how I need to make it through the whole night. I'm going to have a cookie for sure. One. Thank you so much. But what else do you recommend? Um, I mean, that would be the only thing I would be serving at the Night of Idea. Um, I don't you know what. Have time, Colonel. Yeah, I still, still have time. time to think. Okay. Uh, yeah, maybe okay. I'll come with a special treat. Uh, but uh, yeah, where you? We keep it secret. Where are you snacking around town? Yeah, what's your what's your favorite uh, go-to spots? We, we, we. The, our latest uh, discover has been at uh, Stateburg Provision. Mm. Incredible. Uh, and and we met the chef Stroud Brioza. Uh, but definitely his concept is insane like i really felt uh, felt for his uh, concept the quality of food is amazing and the the energy he puts on the sourcing his ingredients is uh, amazing also uh, i've been because we visited the whole thing i've been so impressed on the way he managed his uh, team and this is 
to me, I feel like this is something we need to learn from American uh, um, um, chefs and uh, kitchen organization is the way they really manage their team and uh, make the work the, the work uh, being done. It's uh, very, very inspiring. That's so surprising and I guess encouraging to hear because we always look to, to you, to France, for being kind of the pinnacle of mm-hmm. cuisine, but you're looking mm-hmm. to us. Yeah, of course. Uh, there is a room for imp- improvisation on anybody. And uh, if you are That's near... That's very well said. I hope you're not back in the country. You're a diplomat. Go home. Bro. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, one other thing... Uh, uh, th- that's funny because uh, we were with uh, Z, uh, we were talking about what we we're going to say during the, the panel and uh, came to a point where, where I said that about bread, that uh, to me, I feel like there is a better bread in America than there are in uh, France. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I guess uh, America has been looking at uh, other countries to get inspiration, <laughs> but at some point it's doing very, very great. So, uh, yeah. Dying to know what makes our bread have you Have you tried some of the Rise Up breads from Z before? I have, yeah. I think they're just I think they're pushing incredible. the envelope. Mm-hmm. The thought of you two collaborating with this cookie in mind is like <laughs> almost too much to bear. We did, we did a collaboration uh, about two weeks ago, and we sold uh, cookies in a few farmers' market. But we did a, a specific kind of cookie. Co- so, so those that you're eating right now are on a, on a crust base, you know, which is something very sweet and we made a special cookie but the base wasn't this crust it was more of a uh, of a bread hmm. uh, so hmm. we we so called it the bread baker cookie uh, <laughs> for that uh, but yeah yeah z and i are getting along and the bread is yeah 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 we'll have we'll have fun on this talk I'm very like that's the first panel on my list. I gotta say, as gotta a bread lover. What panels are on your list? What are what are speakers or activities that you're most excited personally to attend and, and check out? Um, okay, I, I we have today to to t- talk about tech a bit. I mean, we're still in the Silicon Valley, uh, so there would be a workshop. I mean, uh, that would be about challenging AI, being creative. Mm-hmm. So this is one that I, I'd love to to attend. Uh, as um, another panel that I think would be extremely interesting uh, would be um, giving. I mean, a space to Sharaya uh, Souza, who's absolutely amazing and she will talk to us about the definition of the borders uh, for uh, on, on her perspective um, there's um, another panel uh, that would be around ecology and uh, the sea I mean so uh, um, deep uh, mining in the sea and uh, I think that one uh, will be great uh, the Olympics because I mean this is a year of the Olympics in yeah. France so we will talk about surf and uh, sea sports as well and questioning I mean what is the sense of efforts such a diversity actually Kate right Breakdancing is also going to be mm-hmm. covered, which is <laughs> what, a, what a range. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, yeah, and for me, um, I will be at some of these panels introducing them. So, um, but it's my pleasure. And one that I'm really excited about is we have the Chronicles culture critic Peter Hartlob, who's going to do a really fun San Francisco time machine panel where he's going to ask, it's going to be interactive, he's going to ask audience, where would you want to go in San Francisco? And then he's going to, in real time, try to connect 
where they want to go with some images. And then he's also speaking with a fellow named David Gallagher of Memory SF or sfmemory.org and just talking about this incredible trove of found images Mm -hmm. by a local school teacher and um, that was found on the street and how those were rediscovered and then ended up at the library. So that was a good one. We have um, James Q. Chan, who is a very accomplished uh, documentary filmmaker, Emmy award-winning documentary filmmaker, who was an artist in residence here at the library. And um, he is going to present his project, which is a very charming, interactive video um so he he's here i mean yeah it's (laughs) so much so much (laughs) i love it um yeah peter peter and david's uh history one i'm very excited for one that i'll have circled as well can folks uh get the preview of what's happening when and where ahead of time should they walk up to be presented with it oh no yeah everything is we're fully transparent about the night of ideas everything (laughs) the whole program is on the website um and so they could download it if they want in advance um or they could just print out the website it's listed both ways um and yeah, they should just map it out. I do want to plug one more thing. We have a beautiful exhibition on the lower level called uh, Toward a Black Aesthetic, Photographs of Kenneth P. Green Sr. from the 1960s and 70s. And Kenneth Green was the Oakland Tribune's first black photographer. And his son co-curated the show with us. And his son will be here to lead tours. There's two tours you can take of that show. And it's incredibly beautiful. And his son is in a glorious storyteller so that is one not to miss as well this is such a great i'm so excited for saturday night i'm like excited and also nervous to have to look at the schedule and choose (laughs) a good problem to have a very good problem to have so wear some walking shoes be prepared to come to grab a drink and there's also uh i joked earlier that juice boxes for kids but during the afternoon of ideas uh i'm sure there's programming of course for kids you can grab a cocktail at the night of ideas afterwards oh definitely we've got bars on many floors yes that was a big come up in later years that you guys spread the bars out in different ways and uh um, I may have had a couple of cocktails or two because of it. I have a little tip for your listeners. Oh, so us. if you want a cocktail right away when you come in, go straight to the sixth floor. Oh. Kate? Well, yeah. just for their <laughs> listeners. This is, a, this is just for rollover easy Secrets. listeners. Um, and then you can, you know, find your way to where you want to go. If that's your priority. I like it. Well, it's a joy, like wandering around the library with a gin and tonic in my hand. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, it's, it's an uncommon but a delightful activity. Uh, what are some other tips for folks who may be overwhelmed with the full slate of options? Hmm, let me think. I, it's not a tip, but just a quick remark. Uh, I have been amazed when I joined the team to see how much people were respectful about the library. We are talking about cocktails, food in a library, people all around, but everything is allowed. And nothing, I mean, bad for the library, nothing dangerous happened. Mm-hmm. And I must, think, I must say that this is something that is extremely striking to me. And I think that we should, I mean, keep it in mind. I mean, so uh, just um, join the event and, and preserve it and have as much fun as we can because it's something that is very precious and very unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for a free event as well, for mm-hmm. an event that's like, just sign up online mm-hmm. and come and join. Can folks get, they need to get tickets ahead of time. Is that correct? Yes, we will ask people to flash their tickets when they come in the door. Yeah. 
I also like those sorts of events where it's like, just kind of show us that you're supposed to be here. We trust you. You trust us. Register for your tickets. But register for your tickets online. Do that 100%. Let them know how many gin and tonics they need to prepare for. (laughs) Um, To your point, though, I feel like we owe you and Michael and the rest of the library team a huge thank you for being willing Mm -hmm. to to do something so ambitious in this space. Um, Yeah. Ambition's a great word for it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know it's... um, it can be probably a bit nerve-wracking to uh, imagine a lot of people drinking in the library at 1 a.m., but um, they, it seems to go well. As yeah. long as they keep those drinks in their body and off the, and off the carpet. <laughs> Don't Everyone's good. Don't be too technical. <laughs> yeah, this is the latest the library is open, I think, by far, right? Till 1 a.m.? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it's remarkable. And I have to give a shout-out to our custodial team because as soon as people leave, they come through and they clean everything because we open for normal service hours the very wow. next day. Mm. This year, we are shutting the main library um, during the day, which we haven't done that, which is crazy that we haven't done that in the past. But huh. we are doing that um, just to give us a little more breathing room for the preparation. But it would it used to be that we would close maybe a little bit early, but it was a normal service day, and then we would turn the place around. So, mm-hmm. um, And because of that, that's another reason why we wanted to offer something for families because so many mm-hmm. families depend on coming into the yeah. main children's center for their story times and so we you know this was a nice addition to sort of offset the fact that we won't be open for regular service on saturday hope the staff meeting gets pushed later into the day on monday and <laughs> yeah, exactly. you know take a couple of days to recover um it's perhaps i mean i'm sure it's a bit premature to be thinking about the future um but i am curious given all the work that goes into this um you can't always get every panel that you want new ideas come up and you say oh that that'd be so great i can't wait to do that in the future what is on the list as you look ahead for where this event goes um and who you want to have on it for um, future iterations Mm -hmm. okay so um Something like I'd, I'd love to see would be uh, maybe a debate uh, between uh, the mayor of San Francisco and uh, Mayor London Breed and the mayor of Paris, Anne Hidalgo. I mean, that would be yeah. good. I mean, to have them with us, maybe here uh, on the fifth floor and discussing, I mean, what is a political act uh, to make a city a home? Uh, how would you draw your home? I mean, how would you like it to be? I mean, what what, what is a home? Home, I mean, at the age of AI, I mean, how uh, to make people feel, I mean, uh, enjoyable, I mean, to, to be in a city. So this is really something that I'd like to have. And as always, I mean, there's always a room for questions. So there would be a lot of people, I'm sure, uh, with Margarita, etc., that could be ready to ask, I mean, a lot of questions. So, yeah, that would be something we should work on, Kate. From your mouth to God's ears, if we can get both the mayors, that that would be awesome. That's and wave wave at one of them from right here. Yeah. We're looking across the city hall, so we'll just sort of beckon her on over. Come, come. That's such a great idea in the sense I love you talking about making a city a home. You talked about um, taking inspiration from America and San Francisco's mm-hmm. bread culture. I feel like as San Francisco. The, kind of figures out what foot to put forward for the future. Uh, Paris is a city to look to that is doing so well right now. I know folks in my circles go, we should be more like Paris. So uh, this exchange of ideas and of folks coming together, it's, it's really exciting. And can't wait to be at that panel next year. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I 
I feel like didn't Marilyn Dembreed go to Paris in the last she year does, or so? She does. I yeah. mean, she there's uh, actually um, 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 a very special relationship between San Francisco and Paris. They are sister cities, mm. uh, so there's a lot going on. I mean, uh, between the two cities, uh, lots of collaboration on tourism, for example, and mm. arts. Uh, there's a very strong agreement between the symphony in SF and the Orchestre de Paris. Isapeka Salonen has really, I mean, Paris as a second home. And uh, at the Villa Albertine, we're working hard, I mean, to make this relationship richer and richer. And as well, I mean, uh, working hard on a, a city a sister road agreement between Auckland and Saint-Denis at the same oh, time. Mm. Excellent. I love it. Very nice. Um, I, you know, I would say the thing that Paris should consider is doing a night of ideas, though it originated there, because this is like, this is such a wonderful program, and we're so very excited for it this weekend. Love the idea of the mayors engaging in dialogue and learning from one another, and that sort of wide open thinking of what would you do to make your city a home? Mm -hmm. It's a wonderful question to ask. And what did you do already? Yeah, and mm -hmm. yeah, and what have you done already? Mm -hmm. More mm -hmm. parks. Mm -hmm. That question's a little scarier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I feel like maybe you wouldn't want to answer that, but... Um, see, Kate, what, what about you? What's on the, the future? If you can uh, uh, imagine the panels that you'd like to see. Well, you know, this we'll have another cohort of artists and residents uh, this year. Um, well, they're actually already here, but um, allowing their work to have that platform to share with the community. I mean, you know, as there's two artists and residents from the previous cohort that will be at the Night of Ideas. I mentioned James, but we have Tania Lunsford Links who has a beautiful um, exhibit here up at the a main library. But it's wonderful to see how um, these artists engage with the library in different ways and how they plumb the collection and find um, interesting nuggets to share and reshape through their practice. And so having them at the Night of Ideas, um, you mean, we'd love to do that. And again, like highlighting, you know, the exhibition work that we do here. You know, um, so it, whatever, you know, the exhibition that'll be on next year, um, you know, that would be something we would want to highlight as well. But I'd love to hear from Koranta. Is this your first night of ideas? Yes. Okay. So it's your first, first night. And, uh, I would say I can stand on representing the gastronomic uh, world and the uh, chef uh, community. I think you need to get everybody needs to sure? gather more chefs around no himself in his life. <laughs> so uh, if uh, chef chefs would be allowed to perform uh, more than just uh, like be here and talk. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we could have like a, I don't know, like a workshop kitchen in the middle yeah. of the library, that would be something extremely unique. Uh, no pressure. No pressure. <laughs> but I can see a grill being set guys. up, a small convection. Grills and, and books don't really get along. But we can, we can outside. Outside, be outside kitchen. And uh, but uh, there are I, I, there are multiple and uh, humongous way of including gastronomy in uh, in any kind of. Uh, 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 show representation. I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. They are like, uh, if you let uh, the the the, sh the chef uh, go without and pushing his boundaries, uh, he can he can. Well, we are we are able to like create whatever. Some collaboration these days are make with a famous like luxury brand, uh, and uh, they have some pastries being sold or some uh, dish being served in a specific way. Uh, 
everything can be adaptable and unique. So yeah, there are, there are room and I hope we'll have uh, room for gastronomic uh, But in I the future. also love the idea of, you know, chefs who are as accomplished as you are, who maybe work in high-end restaurants, you know, being able to have people who can't necessarily afford oh, yeah. those experience mm -hmm. the artistry at that level, you know, and I think that's the library does that. It makes mm -hmm. things accessible. And, you know, this is another way, you know, you if you had to pay for this conference, it would be many thousands of yeah. dollars, but we're doing it for free. So I love that idea. And mm -hmm. It would be wonderful if we had a kitchen here at the library to do more of that sharing. Absolutely. We're about, we have about a minute left in the program. I want to thank you all so very much for joining us today. And if you're listening in, come on down. You have to come to the Night of Ideas. It's Gotta. easily one of the best events in San Francisco year over year, and it's just getting better every year. This year, looking over the program, it appears to be a wonderful evening and afternoon full of surprises, education, keynote speakers, and, uh, and community. And food. <laughs> yeah. And we're just so grateful to all of you for putting it on. So thank yes, you. Thank you. Um, it's, it's really special. Thank Last thank uh, you, 15 thank seconds, you. we'll give you the final word about uh, the library in San Francisco. Yes, go visit sfpl.org. Like I said, everything that happens at the Night of Ideas happens all year round. So please um, just get your library card and or not, you know, never, you don't need one to participate, but we encourage that you get one. So visit our website and get keyed in.